Welcome to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. Apostle ID is the general overseer and senior pastor of Overcomers in Christ group of churches. Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID brings you gospel-centered messages and tools that equip you to live a life of victory and freedom as an overcomer in Christ. Join us today to hear the latest message from Apostle ID concerning our life of faith in Jesus Christ. Hi, God bless you. I welcome you to Warfare Mindset. My name is Idemudia Gobadia. I'm briefly I'm here to encourage you in the things of God so that you can stand strong and overcome everything that is stacked against you. And I want you to know that the Bible makes it clear that the world is not for you. The world is actually against you. There is a world system, and that is why it's called a rat race. You see people striving and fighting and running and racing um, to acquire things and to, 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 to gain the acclaim of the world. And the Bible says that if you're a friend of the world, you are an enemy of God. So this world system, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, this world system is not for you. In fact, Jesus Christ made it clear in John chapter 17. Um, and he said, even though we are in the world, we are not of the world. Um, so there are some, some battles you're going to have to fight just because you're in the world. Now, the world has its own philosophies, it has its own system, it has its own world culture, which contradicts Christian culture. And many Christians try and blend into the culture of the world, and in doing so, they become irrelevant to God's kingdom. The kingdom of God is forcefully advancing to, to win souls from the world into God's kingdom of light. So there are certain fights you would have to fight. Um, a few days ago, I mentioned to you um, the need to win the war against the flesh. Now, the next battle you will, you will need to win is actually the battle against the world to make sure that the influences of the world do not permeate your spirit, do not permeate um, your heart. Now, Crucifying the flesh is very important because an uncrucified flesh invariably um, fuels our love for the world and the things of the world. And the Bible tells us that the whole world, the entire world lies under the sway of the wicked one, Satan. 1 John 5 verse 19. Satan is the small god of this world. Satan is um, actually the small god of this world. As Christians, we must live in the world, but we cannot allow the world live in us. If you want to win the war, if you want to win the battle against powers of darkness, then you must be careful about your relationship with the world. You cannot give, you cannot give room to, to the world to influence your mind and spirits. I repeat, you cannot give room to the world to influence your mind and your spirit. The world has a way of doing its own things. The world has a way, it has a pattern, and you must not conform to the pattern of this world. That is what the Bible tells us in Romans 12. It says that you 
should no longer conform to the pattern of this world, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When your mind is renewed, you know God's perfect will. My brothers, my sisters, it is better to align with God than to align with the millions of people in the world that do not know right from wrong. Now, in an attempt to please the world, a number of believers have moved from being spirit-filled into a spirit of worldliness and carnality. And pleasing the world, God is not pleased. And if God is not pleased, how will God fight your battle for you? Now, what even makes it worse is this prosperity gospel that crept into the church, which elevates prosperity um, above righteousness. Now, let me just tell you, you may not like this. That gospel was engineered by a spirit of worldliness and it runs contrary to the Bible. That, that prosperity gospel that exalts prosperity above righteousness runs contrary to the Bible because what it breeds is um, a love for the world and the pride of life. Mm. And in spiritual warfare, we must resist the corrupting spirits of, of the world. The world likes self-promotion and self-glorification and self-gratification. And if we are to really fight spiritual warfare, you want to be a giant for God. <laughs> if you really want to be a spiritual warrior for God, you must really change your mindset and, and um, resist the urge for self-promotion, self-glorification. Um, the spirit of self-promotion and self-glorification, those are spirits from the world. Those are not spirits from God. Those are worldly spirits. You must not promote yourself. You know, we are called to promote Christ. You and I that believe in Christ must lift up the name of Jesus and not lift up our own name. <laughs> you, cannot serve both, you cannot serve both God and mammon. You cannot serve both God and your self-interest. Now, if you want the power of God to fight for you, if you really are sincere and you really want God to release his power on your behalf and you want to see his power fight for you and work miracles for you, then you must separate yourself from the world. You must separate yourself rather, excuse me, you must separate yourself from friendship with the world. You are in the world. You cannot separate yourself from the world. I'm not saying you should be um, aloof. I'm not saying you should be um, go hide under a rock somewhere. No, no. What we are saying is you cannot be a friend of the things of the world. Now, it is crucial, it is critical that you don't get contaminated by the spirit of worldliness. Some Christians flirt too much with the world. They are in all kinds of social parties, social gatherings, um, nightclubs, night parties, you know, and they flirt so much with the world. And when you do that, you lose spiritual power. When it's time for battle, you will be very weak. You can't fight. And God views friendship with the world as adultery, as unfaithfulness, as enmity towards him. That's how God views um, friendship with the world. In James chapter 4, verse 4, 
the Bible says, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Oof. Makes himself an enemy of God. So why would you want to tango and tango with worldliness and with the world to incur the wrath of God? It makes no sense. And we have an enemy. You know, we've been called to stand against the wiles of the devil. He's our adversary. And if we have love of the world, Satan is the small god of this world. He will be able to manipulate us in battle and ultimately defeat us in battle. So we must distance ourselves from friendship um, with the world. Now, the world has a reward system based on money, status, power, sex, fame, recognition. It has that reward system, you know, and a strong desire for these rewards could put you at risk of incurring the wrath and enmity of God. Some Christians have gone all out in the rat race, in worldliness, and before they knew it, the Spirit of God had had departed from them, just like Samson. Now, what really is friendship with the world? Because you must, you cannot afford to be a friend of the world because how would you be a friend of a world that is against you? How can you tango with that which is against you, is working against your spiritual interests? It doesn't make sense. And friendship with the world means you like to hang out with the world. You like the world to, to love you as a friend, as a companion. You like um, to be validated by the world. You like to be approved by the world. Um, you like to you find pleasure in worldly activities, um, including activities and things that seek to expel the creator from his creation. Yes. You know? So spiritual warfare not only demands that we be dead to the flesh, spiritual warfare demands that we be dead to friendship with the world. Spiritual warfare demands godly character. In Galatians 6 verse 14, Paul is writing to the church in Galatia and he says um, we must be dead to the world. He says you must be crucified to the world and the world must be crucified to you. Are you crucified to the world? Or are you moved by what goes on in the world? You want to be a part of it. It will affect you in the battlefront. Now, if you are dead to the world, that means you don't depend on the world system for sustenance. You don't depend on the world system for approval. But rather, you depend on God. You know, in spiritual warfare and del deliverance, you must be dead to the world. You must be dead to the flesh. Otherwise, you cannot win the fight. You cannot win the fight if you have the love of the world in your heart. The only way, the only way to defeat and conquer the world is to die to the world, to be crucified to the world and let the world be crucified to you. Galatians 6, verse 14. Once you do this, my fellow believers, once you do this, the world cannot influence you any longer. So, in summary, before we pray, until you master your flesh, you cannot win any battle. 
And the enemy will always have the advantage once you operate in the flesh, once you operate carnally. But if you decide to be a living sacrifice, ah, and that is your spiritual act of worship, your reasonable act of service is to be a living sacrifice, to present your body as a living sacrifice before God. The enemy is confounded when you make a, a decision not to conform to the pattern of this world any longer, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The enemy is confounded. And the world will have no hold over you any longer. So as a believer, be determined to win the spiritual battle against the love and friendship of the world. And you can only accomplish this, I hate to sound like a broken record, you can only accomplish this by crucifying the flesh, by not giving in to the desires of the flesh, by not giving in to the lust of the flesh, and by walking in the spirits. Ask the Lord, ask God to fill you up with the Holy Spirit, that the things of this world will begin to lose their relevance in your life. Let us pray. Father, you put a burden in my heart for my brother and my sister. Father, in the battle that they are fighting, every spirit of worldliness that may have crept into their hearts, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we renounce that spirit of worldliness, that allure, that thing that lures them into worldliness. We renounce it now in the name of Jesus because we know, oh God, that friendship with the world is enmity towards God and we don't want to be your enemy. We are friends of God. And so, Father, we renounce Oh God, worldliness in our lives. We renounce, we renounce worldliness in our churches that we may be filled with the Holy Spirit and fire. Because Father, until we win the battle against the flesh and against the love of the world, how do we hope to win the battle against demonic forces? Lord, help us create in us a clean heart and renew a steadfast spirit within us. We thank you, Abba Father. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, my brother, my sister, God bless you. I'm so glad you tarried with me. I'm praying for you that the world will not stop you. Your flesh will not stop you. You are more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer in Christ. You're going to win this battle. Be disciplined. Be persistent. Just endure and God, have faith in God and God will see you through. God bless you. Hit that subscribe button. You'll be getting more of these messages. Amen. Thank you for listening to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. We hope that you were greatly encouraged by today's word. Please share your thoughts by leaving us a comment in the review section and we encourage you to subscribe and to share these episodes. You can also connect with Apostle ID on our YouTube channel, Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. And for more resources, be sure to visit the Overcomers in Christ group of churches YouTube channel, Overcomers Deliverance Network.